Good morning, friends. I am so happy to be back here with you guys. And I am feeling really good this morning. Um, I am actually in the woods again. Um, Seems to be my preferred place to record a podcast for you guys lately uh, because it is beautiful out. I am recording this in Pennsylvania in the United States of America. I know a lot of you listen to this from all over the world. So um, in Pennsylvania right now, Um, at the beginning of November and um, the leaves are all different colors they're like bright orange and yellow and red and some green and um, they're just really gorgeous this time of year for some reason this autumn has been like a most the most colorful autumn that I can remember in recent years Um, I remember reading something about it being a combination of how much rain you get and like the temperatures um, that basically control how colorful of an autumn you get. But for some reason, the mixture is just right this year and we're getting such a beautiful, beautiful autumn. So I am soaking it up outside and it's it's perfect weather out too. It's probably like 60, 65 degrees. Um, And I was taking a walk in the woods this morning and I discovered that somebody has built this like little resting place for people. So there's like a little fire pit and somebody built out of like rocks, this like little bench with like a backrest and um, it's just so cute. And so I'm just like chilling here, looking all around me. Um, And uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. So... I wanted to come to you guys today and record a really interesting topic for you. And that is the topic of gathering evidence to change your identity. Um, So basically, how to help your mind believe that you are this new version of yourself that you want to be and the kind of artist that you want to be living the kind of life that you want to live. And what inspired this was several things. Um, So I'm always listening to like personal development kind of uh, books and podcasts and stuff. And um, I have been listening to some things on this topic. And then also I am moving. So um, I've lived in the same spot um, in Philadelphia for seven, uh, six or seven years now. And in the same neighborhood for about 10 years really hard to believe that it's been that long. But um, I've lived in the same neighborhood for about 10 years. And, um, you know, it was really fun for most of those years. Um, But recently, there have been like waves of crime that have been happening. And some of them quite close to my home. And, um, you know, I had been looking to move a little bit out towards the country for a while. um, And I had been looking at houses for the last like year. And, um, you know, just recently, um, there was a specific crime that happened very close to me, and it inspired me to, um, to really buckle down on looking for a home uh, outside of the city. And I found one, and I feel like it was really divine timing uh, that this happened just the way that it did, because... Um, yeah, it's really a wonderful place, and um, 
one of the versions of my dream house. So I have many different versions of my dream house, but this is certainly like something that I really, really like. It's more of like a mid-century modern house. Um, yeah, and it's um, it has a lot of potential. And um, I like things with a lot of potential because that means I can put my own touch on it, right? So um, I'm going to be moving in about two weeks. So I'm soaking up the last times here in my Philadelphia house. And I'm going to be moving in two weeks out um, towards the main line. And I'm very, very happy with the location. I'm extremely happy with the location. And um, everything about this house, I really just love it. So um, it, it also has a in-home studio uh, it's a workshop, um, but yeah, it's going to be really great to work from home um, because after having a, a separate studio for many years, I do notice that I get some of my best work done in my home studio because I think it's because I can feel like really relaxed and um, there's no time limit. I feel really safe. Um, and you know, I can paint all night if I want to and not have to worry about like driving home or anything. So I'm really excited for that. I'm excited um, to be in like a safer neighborhood and um, it does have more green space as well, just more space in general. And um, yeah, it's really, really exciting. I can't wait. Um, but this has all gotten me thinking about um, what are the ways that you can kind of shift into your dream version of yourself, of your life, um, of yourself as an artist. And certainly one of those things is changing your environment. And we're going to do a whole podcast episode about changing your environment because I think that's really such a powerful subject. I have a lot to say about that, um, but it's a topic for a whole nother podcast. Um, but also one thing that they've done studies on is that your brain um, doesn't truly believe things at a subconscious level until it has the evidence for that thing. So, um, so a lot of my work with you guys is about changing your subconscious beliefs about yourself, about what's possible for you, about what's possible for um, your success as an artist, about what you're capable of as an artist, um, about the income bracket that your artwork deserves to be in, um, you know, about receiving higher levels of money and of success within your art career, and also about achieving um, higher levels of creative output and um, more aligned creative output. So all of those things are things that we can work on. Um, but if you still believe that you are that little art student who, you know, maybe the um, art professors looked down on or somebody said some mean things to you and you still are dwelling in that place, then anything that you do to try to get out of that, um, you're going to self, self-sabotage it because you, your subconscious mind thinks that you are still in that lower place. <clears throat> So in other words, if you try to raise your prices, um, then your subconscious mind will help you to sabotage that by saying, oh, you know what? You can have it for like 70% off actually (laughs) when it comes down to it. 
for instance, if you still believe that you are that little art student who doesn't have any kind of autonomy over your life. Um, so we're all about changing those subconscious beliefs so that you can actually reach the level that you dream of you know when you fall asleep at night what do you dream of experiencing in your life are you living your dream life now and if not um it's time to start shifting into that level of yourself and one way that you can do that is by gathering evidence for becoming the kind of person that you have always dreamed of being as an artist and also in all other aspects of your life as well so what do, what do i mean by gathering evidence So, um, you know, outside evidence just confirms to us um, what we may believe about ourselves. So the first thing is choosing what you want to believe about yourself. And then we are going to find the evidence to support that. So let's start with a very simple statement as an artist. Um, you You can choose a statement, for instance, I am... A winning artist okay so you're a winning artist what does that mean um, it can mean something different to everyone but the point is that you feel like you are a winning artist so how do we create that feeling of being a winning artist well first of all you can imagine winning something anything um, you know from local art exhibitions um, juried art exhibitions to international, uh, very prestigious exhibitions or competitions. Um, So you can imagine the moment of winning that um, from the very small to the very prestigious. Now, um, you know, you can imagine that, but when you come out of that imaginal act, then your mind goes back to, well, you've never actually done that, so you're not actually a winning artist. Um, So what we want to do is actually gather some evidence so that your subconscious mind doesn't have any excuses for you anymore. So that your subconscious mind agrees, you know what, you are a winning artist. That's right. And you're going to go only up from here. So what I want you to do is um, choose actions that support that statement. So if you are a winning artist, are you entering competitions? Of course you are, because that's the only way that you're going to win. You can't win unless you actually put some skin in the game. So a winning artist enters competitions. Now, you are going to lose a lot of competitions. Just a heads up. <laughs> uh, probably, you know, more than you win. Unless you're, um, you're very lucky as far as who the jurors are or, um, you know, what, what happens to you there. But most artists, even, you know, the most prestigious artists in the world... You know they've had a lot of losses in their life um so but a winning artist does not give up that's the thing and you know what i want you to do if you are just looking for like the bare minimum support of this statement is enter the easiest competitions that you can possibly enter like really like the most local um easiest competitions that you can possibly imagine um, whether that be like you know, juried competitions at like the local nursing home or, um, you know, something, something very, very local to you. Very, very, it feels like low hanging fruit. Um, so I want you to enter all of those competitions that are really, really 
that feel easy. So, um, so, and then when you enter all these things that feel really easy, the chances of you winning go up because you don't have like a ton of competition. Um, so you are more likely to win something. So, um, and then when you do win something, even if it's very, very small, then your brain is going to be able to support you in saying you are a winning artist. And, you know, you can, you can then say, I am an award winning artist. It doesn't matter what the award is. You, you're an award winning artist now, you know? So, um, and once you believe that, once your subconscious mind believes that, then you can start to progress to the more prestigious competitions um, and actually have a spark of belief that you could win because you know that you have won before and you are already an award-winning artist. So, um, so that's, that's what I mean by gathering evidence to change your identity. Um, so, so the competition one is just one example. But, you know, this can be any statement, any, any way that you want to change your identity. So some examples maybe that are, um, that I'm looking to do for my own changing of my own identity of up-leveling it is, um, I am, I am a highly sought after artist. And for me, that means that every piece that I make sells immediately, like right after I complete it um, so that I don't really have that much inventory because everything is sold immediately. So that's something that I'm working on believing and I'm working on gathering evidence for that. So, um, so this can mean, yeah, gathering evidence for that. So um, this can mean creating pieces um, that I know that my collectors are going to love and then releasing them um, one at a time so that, you know, I'm not creating a bunch of work just to sit there. Um, I am, you know, creating work that I know will probably sell directly to collectors. And actually that happened this week. I released one piece that I made in Ireland and, um, and somebody bought it that same day. And, that is a small piece of evidence for me that I am becoming a highly sought after artist, that everything I create sells immediately. Now, looking at my past, this has certainly not been the case, especially when I was starting out as an artist, I would create this like big piece or any kind of piece. And then it would just like sit there for a long time. Um, And that's only because I had not built up a collector base. Like people literally didn't even know who I was. Um, And I wasn't exhibiting as frequently either. Um, So some things do take time, but, um, but I want you to really look at what are those beliefs that you want to step into as your new identity? And how can I gather evidence of that truth even now? Like, let's say that you want to be a winning artist and you haven't won anything in a while, but maybe in high school you won best of show for your high school or something like that. I want you to remember that as you start to build your career going forward, because you can, you can look back to that even if it's far, far in the past. Think of that feeling and your subconscious will then 
understand and be reminded that you are a winning artist and, um, and nobody can take that away from you. And you only have more of that in your future. All right, so set up small wins. Whatever your new identity that you want to step into, set up very small wins, very small votes in that direction. Let's say one of my new um, identities is to be extremely organized, have an extremely organized business as an artist. Um, So a vote in that direction or a small win in that direction is for every sale that I have, I'm going to immediately put it into my, um, my system where I record the sale and the collector and all the details and everything. So immediately after somebody buys something, that's like what I do. So that is a small vote for having a very organized business, which is a new identity that I'm stepping into. Because I'm sure you're familiar with the, um, with the concept of artists being very disorganized and not having a head for business and just wanting to paint all day. And um, I do love just painting all day, but um, I've realized that I'm able to have less worries and set, my, set myself up for success if I do think about business a little bit and have, um, have a more organized business. So whatever, whatever your new identity you want to change into or up-level into, start gathering evidence by making these small votes for that direction. And your subconscious mind will then start supporting you more because it will have evidence that this is the new you. All right, number two is to run in the circles that challenge you. So if you want to up-level your art career... Um, then I would suggest to get into the kind of artistic or business circles that elevate your career, not just the circles that you can commiserate with other artists and complain about how you're not selling any work or, um, you know, complain about how unfair things are or the algorithm on Instagram, anything like that. So you want to, um, start hanging out with, Um, people who really challenge you and who really are um, the next level. And you may not be able to access this kind of person um, as your friend. You may have to take workshops. You may have to hire a coach. Um, You may just, especially at the beginning, you may just um, be able to be in the periphery around these people. So think about attending like very high-end art exhibitions where you just kind of like you're in these people's company and you start to absorb their mindset and how they think about their art career and their life. Um, yeah, so of, of course this does not mean to stop talking to your friends or um, you know to cut people out of your life. I don't actually advocate that unless it's like really extreme circumstances. But, um, but think about the kind of life, the kind of art career you actually want for your life. And I'm sure you can think of like five or six artists or people that you would love to trade places with just like for a day to experience what it's like to be them. Um, They have like a level of quality to their work. They have a level of success financially. Um, They are 
you know, they have a very, um, a very clear style in their work. Um, so these are all things that are certainly, you know, worthy of emulating in our own, in our own practice. So think about those people and think about ways to get close to them, whether that is to take a workshop, um, to hire a coach, um, to attend art exhibitions, um, just any, any way that you can to get more insight into how those people run their business, run their art career, and the mindset that they have is going to be very helpful to you in reaching that level yourself. Um, because, yeah, the, the people that you surround yourself with have an enormous impact on your own actions. Um, many, many studies have shown. So if you're more intentional with where you put yourself, then you are going to start thinking and acting more like those people that you emulate, which is a great thing. All right. So the third thing that I have for you guys is to think from your future and not from your past. So um, many times we can look at our past and this can be discouraging because, you know, maybe you had big hopes and you really tried for something and then it like didn't work out. Um, maybe you really put everything you had into this huge painting, you entered it in a competition and it did not win anything or it did not sell. Maybe, um, you know, maybe you went to art school and you really hoped it would launch your art career but instead, all you got was like a lot of debt. And you feel a little bit bitter and angry about that. And, um, and yeah, but underneath it all, you still have that love for art. Um, so it's all these conflicting things. Um, or maybe you have been living in a certain area for a very long time, like I was. And sometimes that can get a little bit depressing if it's not where you actually envisioned yourself living like as an adult. Um, so think about what are some of these disappointments? What are some areas of your life that you want to change? Um, especially in regards to autonomy over your art career, autonomy over your space and how you live your life. And then you know, how has that held you back when you're thinking about your future? Um, because oftentimes if we are in an environment for a long time, if we're living the same day, basically, again and again and again, um, it's hard for us to realistically imagine that we can experience a totally different reality for ourselves. But you can. And the way that you can do this is to stop thinking from your past and to start thinking from your future. So when you think from your future, um, and this is where it's helpful to like make a vision board or to write down exactly what you want to experience. Um, you think from your future and you really visualize like in my most, in, in my, um, when I'm standing to the full height of my potential as an artist and as a human being, what am I doing with my time? Where am I living? What does my surroundings look like? And who are my clients? How much am I charging? Where do I sell my art? 
what is my art about? What does my art look like? If I am standing to the full height of my potential and really just like getting rid of all the excuses and just dreaming from that point. And when you kind of let yourself go there and then you work backwards to where you are at now, a path will start to appear. Absolutely. Like maybe you will get insight that, you know what, I'm, I'm working too hard for too little. Maybe I'm doing tons of commissions and, you know, these take a tremendous amount of time, energy and focus and I'm, I'm just not charging enough. And for me to get to that next level, I need to up my prices so that I'm taking on less work, but I'm getting paid more. Um, and that is, that's thinking from your future. Maybe it's taking a look at your finances and seeing, can I afford to up-level my space? Um, and if, if I can, actually looking at ways to do that because your environment is so important in your mindset. And um, if you can't afford it right now, um, what are ways that you can you know, elevate your environment right now so that you feel more... Um, more elevated you can think from a more elevated space um, and a clearer space but really thinking from your future means most importantly that you do not let your past failures define you that you instead think of them as stepping stones to the life that you have dreamed of instead of as circular patterns that you cannot escape because you can always change your life. You can always change your art career. You can always go in a different direction. It's just about your mindset. Um, and you know, even if you have things in your past that you consider failures or, um, or that you feel defeated by, it's my belief that we only experience negative things so that we can transcend them. And by having that kind of viewpoint in life, it really helps you to shoot forward and um, to look at your past with more compassion and look at your future with a lot of hope and a lot of desire and a lot of a sense of destiny and purpose. Um, So yeah, those are my three tips for you. Um, for gathering evidence so that you can change your identity. I hope this was inspiring to you. Um, I definitely hope the best for you guys. And um, we all have such potential within us. And it's very, very exciting to see where we can go. Um, I don't I don't think there's anything more exciting. So um, thank you for listening today. And um, if you want to work with me more closely, I, I do one-on-one sessions. So um, if you want to schedule one, um, the link is in my bio and it's just one one-on-one session and we can strategize about your art career, how to get you to that next level. Um, we can work on overcoming any subconscious blocks, um, come up with like a strategy and a plan for your next steps. And then also I have the Luminary Artist Academy, which is my six month course, which is extremely dense. And um, it covers everything about how to run your art career and how to be a successful artist, um, both in creating amazing work, the whole creative process to like beliefs about yourself, beliefs about your future, lots of exercises about that to um, all of the business aspects of being an artist from the financials to, um, to advertising, to social media, to, um, uh, 
you know, keeping good records, applying to art exhibitions and grants and everything. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a really intense course. Um, but you can go at it, you know, on your own pace. And it also includes some, um, some one-on-one sessions with me as well. So, um, so that's another great way if you would like to really up-level your art career this year, um, that course will certainly help you. So those are the two ways that you can work with me if you feel called to. But if not, just keep listening to this podcast. And um, you can always shoot me a DM or an email. And I always love hearing from you guys and hearing um, how you're impacted by this podcast because I just love to have that connection the other way too because I do a lot of talking on this podcast and um and it's great to hear from you uh, how it's impacting you. And um, yeah, and if you feel so led, please do write a review, five-star review. And, um, and it helps other people to see the podcast as well. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy the autumn. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.